Hey everybody, and welcome to Rapid's Rumblings, Podcast 390. I don't have very much to say this time. The new Elder Scrolls Online Necrom chapter has released, and so has Diablo 4. But that just happened like two days ago for me, so I haven't had a, a real big chance to uh, peek at either one. So I will give some very, very, very early thoughts uh, on both of those. And I've been playing through Guardians of the Galaxy in my offline playtime, so I'll probably talk about that a little bit as well. But that's it for this time. Hopefully you'll enjoy the show. Unfortunately, since this has been uh, so close to launch, I haven't really gotten to see much of the Necrom chapter for Elder Scrolls Online. I have gotten an Arcanist up to level 17, so I can talk about that a little bit. I think they are pretty cool. They are very button-pushy feeling. I mean, I guess you're not really pushing buttons a whole lot more than any other class, but they have this new Crux resource which builds on some abilities and gets spent on others. So you're basically timing everything to be build, 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 spend, build, 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 spend, build, 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 spend. And so the class has, I guess, a little bit higher uh, resources than normal and definitely ways to get a lot more recovery because you're really kind of discouraged from using any other abilities that are not Arcanist. Because you need to keep doing that build, 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 spend, build, 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 spend pattern to optimize how your abilities work. Like, I think one of the attack abilities has the morph option of either do a little bit more damage with more crux or uh, reduce your cost, which that's kind of a silly option. Nobody's going to pick the second option. They're all going to go for higher damage. But that's just an example. And so... You know, you're really encouraged to get up to three and spend it each time. That being said, and only being level 17, the damage does seem quite variable. If I'm fighting a single target, it doesn't really seem that good of damage uh, for me with how I play. I'm not uh, a great DPSer, <laughs> so take that for what it's worth. But if you're in a group, then they seem to do some really high damage potentials. Because their abilities are either morphable into doing a little bit of AE, or they're just outright designed for AE because they have a few different attacks that sort of hit a group, or they hit a big wide line and you channel it. And so they seem more AE focused, uh, maybe than other classes. Part of that, though, is that big channel attack they do, which seems really great at first, but then if you think about it, if you're sitting there channeling, you aren't doing anything else. And while I suppose that's how 
uh, a lot of other classes kind of work is that you do a thing and you do a thing and you do a thing and then while those are all ticking away you do this other thing with the arcanist i haven't really found any sort of debuff dot type things i mean i do have one ability i just got that does a debuff that increases damage that the enemy takes when you damage them but it's not like compared to templar where i can throw on a dot throw a dot on the ground and throw this other dot that's you know pulsing from me and then I do direct attack direct attack direct attack with the arcanist it's like I hit them I hit them I hit them and then I do a big channel but those first hits didn't put a dot on them so I don't know it seems like it's designed to have other stuff woven in to make up for the lack of dots but it's also designed that you need to build crux so you have to always use your class abilities. I don't know, maybe I just haven't gotten deep enough to get those stacking dots because I have seen, you know, the YouTube guides that say, you know, I get 100k DPS, no problem. So I don't know, maybe I'm just doing the wrong things. But it seems uh, quite tricky as a uh, quite experienced player to figure out at least how to do uh, DPS. I haven't really gotten into the tanking line, so I can't really... Uh, speak on that yet i do know it does have some nice shields and some defensive stuff that i will eventually get and the healing does seem like it's a little bit easier but similarly a little bit odd their main what i would say is a burst heal is actually three small heals in sort of rapid succession so that's very strange compared to my templar which does you know like 11k base burst heal you know, seeing one that's 2,500 in three small bursts and then an additional 2,500 over a little bit of time looks a little bit strange. They do seem like they would be easy. They have uh, several abilities in the healing that give shields. So they seem like a class that would be really good if they're combined with a more immediate healing class like Templar because Arcanist would boost up a bunch of shields and then you know, you have that buffer until they're actually damaged, and then when they're damaged, the Templar would, you know, build up their actual health back, where the Arcanist gives them more shields again to prevent them from taking too much damage. So they seem like somebody that would pair uh, very well with a different kind of healer. I like it well enough. I'm not going to switch off of my main Templar, that's for sure. But there are some advantages and disadvantages to the class, and so... I think they will become my sort of main alt that is not Templar. Although I've really never played any of my other uh, alts that I've made. I've used Warden and Necro all of zero times in trial groups. I think I've used my, my Dragon Knight like once ever in a trial as, you know, oh, we don't need Templar, could you be, you know, your Dragon Knight? You know, I think I switched that like once ever. So, so saying Arcanist would be my new main alt, uh, not probably saying too much there, because there will probably be uh, plenty others in the world running around. Like I said, I haven't gotten into the storyline aspect of it yet, but the zone, I just barely peeked into it, and it looks very cool and very interesting, and I am looking forward to the very eldritch story that they're going to build up to. But I've only done like two quests, so I can't really say anything about it so far but it's really my early thoughts if you have 
uh, Elder Scrolls Online. I don't see any reason why you wouldn't want to pick this up unless you have, you know, absolutely no interest in the class and you have absolutely no interest in going to the spoopy Eldritch areas, then I guess you could pass and wait for it on sale. But do be aware that probably in about a year when the next big expansion comes out, they will probably separate the class from the zone and sell them separately. That is what has happened to Warden. I believe that's also happened in Necro. So you're going to eventually need to pay possibly more than you would be paying now, just, you know, even getting the base version. So if you are interested, uh, I would definitely recommend getting it now. Diablo 4 is very cool. I don't really have anything new to say about it, though, because I'm not uh, past where I saw in the tests. And this technically being my fourth time leveling my way up to, uh, you know, the mid-20s, I'm not super thrilled about going through it again very quickly. So I'm kind of casually doing it. I think I'm up to, I think I just hit like level 15 or 16 uh, at the end of today, but I do expect it will take probably to the end of the weekend before I get to past level 25 and start seeing anything new. I don't remember if I really got into it before, but if you liked Diablo 3 but weren't thrilled with it, like I played through, I think, one and a half times on Demon Hunter, and then once again on Crusader when that came out. And I didn't play like any seasons. I didn't play any of the, you know, grinding past max level. I just lost interest in it. I do think Diablo 4 would be worth looking at because I haven't gotten to the end game yet, obviously. But it does have a much nicer pace for me. And it's a little bit slower, a little bit more thoughtful, and that you want to consider positioning. You want to get out of the way of big attacks. There's a dodge mechanic now that hasn't been in previous games. It doesn't make it, you know, infinitely more interesting, but it does make it, you know, slightly more interesting. And the pacing is not that you want to spam AE and, you know, blow up whole screens of guys all the time. At least it doesn't seem like it. Uh, not so far. It seems like they're sort of controlling how much you can explode all at once. So you are doing some exploding of guys on the screen, but it doesn't seem, you know, like you want to blow up the whole screen constantly. So that's good, because I always thought, you know, most ARPGs tend to go that way in the high end, and then I just lose interest, because, like, if you can't see your guy and you're just spamming a whole screen full of attack, you know, what's the point? This is no longer interesting to me. But Diablo 4 doesn't seem like it will reach that point. So I guess... Uh, we'll see in time. As I mentioned before, you know, you missed uh, free weekends to try it out. So I guess at this point, just watch reviews. And maybe if you have a friend that plays it, maybe uh, jump on their account and try it out for a little bit. But I would say, you know, again, if you liked Diablo 3 but didn't love it, you will probably enjoy Diablo 4. If you kind of hated Diablo 3 and like put it down, never finished and never came back, probably not going to be interested in playing Diablo 4 because it hasn't changed, you know, all that much still at its core. You know, it is still Diablo and you're still smashing monsters and it's still basically an arcade type game. And one thing I have been playing sort of in my offline time is Guardians of the Galaxy, which I guess is a little bit older now. I guess it came out in 2019, which 
sounds much longer ago than I think it may have come out. But I think I saw a reference to that, so it might be right. I don't know. It seems very fun. It is basically like its own movie. The voice actors are, you know, not the movie actors, so that feels a little bit off. But it doesn't feel completely off because the writing is done pretty much exactly like you expect the characters to sound. So, yeah, there are different voice saying the lines, but the lines themselves sound, you know, 100% accurate to a Guardians of the Galaxy movie. I don't know how long it is. I've played for uh, quite a while and had, you know, a good time with it. I think off the top of my head, I had heard it was only like 15 or 20 hours, and that was why I didn't, you know, rush out and buy it immediately, because, you know, games like that that I'm only going to play through once that are kind of short like that, I tend to not want to pay full price for. And I think I did get it on sale for half off, and it goes on sale, I think, fairly regularly at this point. I would say the one thing I don't like is combat is not great. I did turn it down to easy because I'm much more interested in the story and the dialogue and what's going on, and the combat is just passable, I guess I would call it. It seems like a lot of just kind of spamming abilities and targeting, you know, what is the most important threat at the time and, you know, just telling your companion to go do the thing and then you just like spam all the things as quick as you can. So it doesn't seem really thought-provoking or interesting or all that worth spending more time in. So putting it on easy means you'll get through those sections uh, faster and back to the more interesting role-playing parts of the game. But I would recommend it if you are a Guardians of the Galaxy fan. They did change uh, some of the background of the characters. So now I wonder, you know, which is more comic accurate, the movie or the game? You know, just a little trivia point, but, you know, don't expect it to be, you know, one-to-one going off of what the movie is. It's not like that. It's its own story. You know, they are the familiar characters, but, you know, they might have slightly different background or, you know, like I said, the voice is different and they'll look a little bit different as well, but not, you know, in a bad way. If you can... Uh, get past that. I think it is uh, definitely worth getting. And that's really all I have uh, for this time. In, you know, three weeks when the next podcast is due, I expect I will have gotten through uh, Necrom. So maybe I'll talk about that. And I will probably uh, be finished with the main campaign and into the end game for Diablo 4. So I expect I will probably have more to talk about that. But that's all for this time. guess I don't really have uh, much to say in the close. I am feeling better uh, from my food poisoning. I actually got uh, a little bit uh, minor food poisoning after the big food poisoning I had. So I'm still uh, recovering now and then, but today I feel uh, pretty much back to normal. There's still the weird 
side effects like I'm still not sure if I can go back to eating cheese. I still think that causes my mystery tummy pain. But I don't know. I had some the other day and it was fine. So I'm going to have to experiment uh, more with that and see if maybe I can. Because, I don't know, maybe the food poisoning reset something. Because maybe it wasn't uh, just food poisoning. Maybe it was something that my tummy had actually needed to pass and that's what was causing the pain and now it's passed i don't i don't know it is still a mystery one part of the mystery that seems the most strange is my tummy seems uh, no longer interested like at all in pepsi which i used to have recently uh, about three cans a day average before you know the food poisoning and stuff but since after the food poisoning, it's pretty much like I'll take a couple sips and my tummy will be like, nope, I don't need any of that, thanks. And for a while, I was up to about half a can a day because it's the only caffeine I do, really, uh, since I had to drop uh, chocolate mostly because that was causing uh, nighttime pain as well. So I'm trying to have, you know, very little chocolate and then, you know, add that to basically no Pepsi and I don't know, I think um, maybe that's not great for me to suddenly drop to basically zero because I feel, you know, really exhausted. And previously when I tried to purposely quit Pepsi, it seemed like I needed to have about one a day. Otherwise, I would feel just exhausted and couldn't think. So I don't know, uh, being mostly zero these days makes me wonder, um, you know, is this actually okay or am I you know gonna mess something up and need to ease off of it slower I don't know like I said it's all still kind of a mystery so I'm still trying to uh, figure all of that out but my tummy uh, feels okay today so that's a good thing and like I said in uh, three weeks I expect I'll probably maybe do another check-in with Necrom and Diablo 4 and I don't really know uh, what else is happening. I don't think anything else is coming anytime soon that I'm looking out for. Darkest Dungeon 2 did come out, and I did get it. I haven't really played it, though, because I'm catching up on uh, other things like Guardians of the Galaxy. I wanted to do that. I got Dying Light 2, which I got to the end boss, and then rage quit at the last boss, because it is just stupid hard compared to everything else, and it didn't seem worth it. I just died and died and died and died and died and he just has this mechanic where he just basically air juggles you and so you can't do anything because you're staggered and knocked over all the time and it's like what the crap is this this is not something any other enemy has done like this I mean there's one that can knock you down and it's really frustrating but then you just get up and kind of walk away or you know you dodge at the right time and then they don't hit you but this boss it just seems like pretty much he's gonna knock you down at some point and then you're just not gonna get back up again because he'll just keep doing it so I'm like okay well forget that that's not worth it anymore so I'm done with that <laughs> but yeah uh, maybe I will get to uh, Darkest Dungeon 2 oh I did also get Returnal so that is awesome I have also only peeked at that a little bit because like I said I have these other things uh, sort of in front and I expect Returnal will probably take me a while to get through. I've heard it's only a 15 or 20 hour uh, total playthrough, but because it's a roguelike, 
and you die, and then you restart, and then you die, and you restart, and then you die, and you restart. I figure it might take me longer, because I'm not super into those kind of games. So I guess we'll see, but it's very cool. There's a mystery going on with it, and I have no real idea what's going on yet, so I am looking forward to that. But really, uh, that's it for this time. I guess... Uh, happy Dad's Day to Dads. I guess that's coming up uh, either this weekend or next weekend. I don't know exactly when. It's not really a huge one. I send my dad, you know, a Happy Dad's Day message, but that's really about it. And then I don't think uh, anything else is coming up before the next podcast. So hopefully I'll see everybody then. Okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> You have been listening to Rabbit's Ramblings. If you would like to see the show notes or feed the bunny by sending a donation, you can find the show website at www.rabbit.com slash podcast slash rabbitsramblings.html. When you type Rabbit's Ramblings, don't use the space. If you would like to send me an email, you can do so at rabbit at rabbit.com. If you like my page, you can also post on Facebook at rabbit.com. You can follow me on YouTube at rabbitdot.com. I have a page on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash rabbit, R-A-B-B number one T. You can set up a monthly recurring subscription there at a price point of your choice. Be sure to put the number 1 in place of I anytime you type rabbit. Rabbit's Ramblings is copyright Eric Stryker using a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Derivatives License 2023.